At the annual Henty Machinery Field Days, there was a very special event this year. GRDC and New South Wales DPI welcomed grain growers to a live forum called Tough Season Questions Answered. Hello, I'm Tony Crowley. The idea was to give grain growers an opportunity to hear timely advice on crop management decision-making during drought. Four DPI speakers address the forum, and you'll hear from these speakers in this special series of GRDC podcasts. In this podcast, Michael Neal-Smith is speaking to research agronomist Graham Sandrell. Today's presentation was largely in two parts. It was about looking at seed quality issues for next year and how they might impact on next year's grain yield and how this year's seed crop that you store could have a very important impact on next year's grain yield. The other aspect we looked at was crop nutrition, how this year our nutrition export in grain will be substantially lower than average year and that will leave nitrogen and phosphorus behind in the soil that we can possibly utilise next year and save on our input costs. So what should growers be doing to ensure they have quality seed for next season? There's a few considerations. Um, some growers will be able to harvest seed on farm and some will have to uh, access seed off farm. They won't have enough on farm. So for the farmers that can access seed on farm, they'll need to select um, a good area of their farm that's weed free, has good nutrition, particularly phosphorus, um, and harvest that and grade that so that they're maximising seed size. And what about grain storage? You've got any tips for effective grain storage? Yes, if a, if a farmer can't access seed this year and they're accessing seed that's 12 months old, there are a few important considerations. There's obviously things like insects and mould, which go without saying, but the other things that they need to consider are the temperatures that that grain's been stored at and the moisture that that grain's been stored at. So for 180 days at 30 degrees at 15% moisture, none of that seed is alive, right? So, but if you drop to 20 degrees and at 12% moisture, you've only lost about 3% of that seed viability. So it makes a huge difference. Temperature and moisture, storage conditions are very critical. Graham, what should growers be thinking about in terms of seed viability for next year? That's a great question because it can really influence how much plant density you get next year. So the important thing is to do germination tests and to do vigor tests. Germination tests is critical that you get the right plant density that you're targeting for each of your species. And the vigor test is really important if you're particularly in tough conditions where you might have to sow a bit deeper or in uh, moisture limited conditions, seed that has good vigour will be able to get up and out of that ground compared to seed that has poor vigour. So it's, it's the germination test plus the vigour test and there are a number of commercial businesses that will do that for you and, and apply standardised protocols so farmers can get a good idea if their seed's up to standard. And what are the nitrogen impacts of a dry season, Graham? The nitrogen impacts probably we can think about is twofold. One is we're exporting lower amounts of nitrogen this year in our grain, substantially less, uh, because of our lower yields and uh, because of, in some cases, failed crops or grazed crops. So the nitrogen export is substantially lower. So we're leaving more behind and we'll pick up a percentage of that next year. The other thing is that when the drought breaks, you usually find high mineralisation rates of nitrogen. 
And those two factors together may mean that farmers start with a higher nitrogen level in their soil before sowing next year. So they should really test for that so they can reduce their urea bill. What are the phosphorus impacts of a dry season? Fortunately in southern New South Wales we've been running high coal P levels, high coal phosphorus levels in our soil for some time now and they're typically um, above 40 coal P for a lot of sites. And what that allows farmers to be able to do is in a dry season like we've just been through we have lower exports of phosphorus what we put in last year is still there largely and next year we can drop to about a third of our phosphorus requirement in a one-off exercise to, to ensure that we reduce costs for next year. Now when you drop your phosphorus requirements in this one-off exercise it's important that you don't go under five kilograms of P per hectare. Um, that's the minimum threshold you need to be at or above, but you can reduce down to that. Now, there are some important benchmarks to consider too. So for wheat, if you're above 35 uh, milligrams per kilogram coal P, then you can reduce your wheat uh, P budget by two-thirds. If, if it's barley, that coal P level has to be above 30 milligrams per kilogram coal P, and if you're considering canola, it has to be above 25 milligrams per kilogram. So only when you're above those coal P levels can you actually go into this pea saving exercise. So for growers, what are some of the key take-home points from today? Key take-home points are ensure you sow the best seed possible because um, that can cost you yield. Look at ways in which you can save on your nutrition bill, both in nitrogen and phosphorus. So attention to detail is really important. Understanding those um, things is critical in trying to minimise potential failure and maximise um, the savings you can make in input costs. New South Wales DPI research agronomist, Graham Sandrom. You'll find links to drought management and grain grower assistance on GRDC's website. Search for the Dealing with the Dry resources page. Before acting on recommendations or advice contained in these podcasts, first discuss it with an independent and professional agricultural advisor. The content of this podcast doesn't necessarily represent the policy or views of the GRDC.